0: Mark and Dan Mark and Dan Podcast Mark and Dan Welcome back to another episode of Mark and Dan Meets World. I'm Dan Brown. And I'm Mark McKay mark how are you doing well to tell you the truth dan i miss linda i miss linda too and stacy
1: well what about debbie and debbie there is no debbie
0: <laughs> you're right there is no debbie but there is a brand new episode of mark and dan meets World, and you're listening to it right now Woohoo! all right before we
1: get into it uh so you texted me earlier today you're like hey we're gonna do the beard today i was like the beard i don't remember an episode about anybody growing a beard or anything so i thought you were mistaken so i had to look it up i pulled up disney plus on my phone and i was like what episode was was the beard disney plus description Corey discovers that he has potential to be a ladies man so i was like I don't remember Corey just walking around like goddamn James Bond, just being a smooth-talking son of a bee and getting chicks.
0: This has never been an episode. That description has never been an episode. (laughs) Maybe there's a lost episode.
1: Yeah, I didn't know what episode we were doing until I watched it right before we recorded.
0: Well, I can tell you guys right now, if you want to watch this episode, it's season two, episode 11 Mark was right. It was called The Beard. It has 8.0 out of 10 on IMDb with 172 votes. This episode aired December 9th, 1994. And what a fun episode this was. Yeah, I really love this episode. It's this such a great episode. I feel like I say this every week, but
1: I really did love this episode.
0: But we do say it every week because we do love every one of these episodes because yeah. they are. Most of these episodes are pretty unique in their own ways. Yeah, but. There's a lot of reoccurring things that you do see that that happen. I'm not going to jump right to the reoccurring part here. Let's just start off where where we are in the beginning. Mom and Dad are in the kitchen. Uh, mom's looking for new cars. Corey and Eric come in. They suggest a sports car. Uh, you know, it it has a few. More, it has one more seat than the Harley Davidson that they wanted to, <laughs> to mom to buy. And then she asked where everyone goes and Corey and Eric were more than fine sitting on the bumper and then putting Morgan on the roof. And then that's when mom selected the minivan. Yeah. My mom had a minivan too. I, I was the same way, uh, Corey
1: and Eric felt with this. Cause I was just like, Oh, a fucking minivan, especially since my brother and I didn't play sports or anything. So she didn't really (laughs) lug us around for sports, but like we did have like the neighborhood kids kind of hang out, but yeah, I, I did want something more than just a minivan.
0: You know, I'm looking for a new car right now. Uh, Tracy and I have found one on Carvana.
1: Oh, you got uh, a minivan.
0: I asked about a minivan actually. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> I think it's just going to be fun having a car with the big old swinging door. I love my mom's minivan. I never understood why people always thought they were so nerdy. I love them. I think they're awesome. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm the one person. <laughs> Well, I I totally forgot that mom picks a minivan. And I'm like, all right, mom. (laughs) Meanwhile, Tori and Eric are going, no. (laughs) So mom takes the minivan around for a test drive. And dad has to explain the difference between men and women. Men like to rush. And women don't want to rush right away. You have to buy them a car first. So one more time, dad is just dropping sex jokes that kids can listen to. Yeah. This is probably by
1: far my favorite Alan... Uh, dad jokes so far in the series.
0: You know, I'm really mad that we haven't started an Alan Matthews
1: dad joke. We should, I because it wasn't until we started rewatching these I didn't realize how great
0: of dad jokes he had. But here's the thing, these aren't like your typical dad jokes. It's not like, you know, I got my hair cut. Oh, you didn't get all of them cut? Or, you know what I mean? Like, whatever that dad joke is. Like, these are actually, like, well-thought-out jokes. Yeah, that, like,
1: it appeals to dads. So, like, this is the great – this is how great the show is because, dude, when we were kids, we, we said this many times. We identified with Corey so much, and now we identify with Alan Matthews. Now we're kind of in that, like, age group. So this, this show works on so many levels. I can't wait to be
0: 60 and start identifying with Mr. Feeney. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's something I know we can identify with. And you just brought this up to me right before we hit record. Yeah. We're in Turner's class. They're reading Hamlet. Why does that reoccur? Why is that reoccurring to us? Why does well, that sound
1: familiar? The episode in The Plays the Thing from the first season, which means they were in sixth grade. They already learned about Hamlet. So this means they're learning
0: about Hamlet twice. Yes. Apparently they retained nothing during Hamlet. Or I don't know. Maybe the girls did because was it Linda? Linda passed the note first,
1: correct? Yeah. Like, she yes. wasn't paying attention because she already learned it in sixth grade. So she's like, fuck it. I'm going to try to get some dick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she, well, she's passing the note to Corey to give to Sean. And then mm-hmm. in Feeney's class, they're talking about Kennedy. And that's when Stacy passes the note to give to Corey to give to Sean, too. So Corey is, of course, just the middleman in all of this. Uh, Stacy, by the way, is played by Molly Morgan. And Linda is played by Haley Johnson. They're, we're only going to be seeing them around for this episode.
1: Unfortunately.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll get to that later. Yeah. Uh, but in the lunchroom, Linda and Stacy both want Sean. Sean can't make up his mind on who to choose. Uh, so Corey asked Sean how he selected his lunch, and Sean took the meatloaf because he saw Corey had chicken. Because in case he didn't like the meatloaf, he figured he could have some of Corey's chicken. That's when he comes up with the idea. Then in the hallway, we see Corey, you know, he calls Sean twisted and sick. Uh, Sean wants to date one of the girls and then have pretty much Corey babysit one of them. He says he's going to go with whoever comes up first. Linda comes up first. Uh, However, Sean changes his mind. He wants to go out with Stacy, and Corey then suggests that he go out with Debbie only to find out what is there, Mark? There is no Debbie. There is no Debbie. Then why do I want to date her so bad? Uh,
1: (laughs) so did you ever have a girlfriend in middle
0: school by terms of going out and you guys at home can't see me do the the thing with the fingers the quotations going out yeah i went out with a couple of girls but yeah no real girlfriend
1: not yes so so it didn't really happen like not like a real yeah it was just like oh we're going out that means you just kind of like you just like you whispered at each other, like it yeah. You notes. sit next to
0: each other at lunch. Yeah, uh, that that's kind of it.
1: Thing. Yeah. Uh. So when I was in middle school, I never had a girlfriend in middle school. So I have a theory that if you had a girlfriend in middle school, like actually like kissing and like going on dates and shit like that, you're not funny. And Dan, you are one fun funny son of a bitch because you are a great stand-up comedian so that's how i know you didn't really have a girlfriend in middle school
0: (laughs) oh well thank you man i uh i didn't see that coming uh (laughs) so this is the one thing i thought was kind of weird the bell rings they're in the hallway and frankie and joey are letting kids out of their locker (laughs) <laughs> for literally no reason yeah, we don't see them again no. for the rest of the episode <laughs> like there, there I, must have been a deleted scene or something but yeah there was no reason for them to even be in there
1: yeah i think this is my idea of what happened was that uh they probably shot this for another episode or they meant to shoot this for this episode and then they probably had like some more stuff with them either in this episode or another episode, but like, it just ultimately ended up getting cut for time. And then when they were editing this episode, they're like shit, we need like 45 seconds of just filler. So like, Oh, we had this like quick bit of, you know, Frankie and them. Let's just throw that in there. So I think it was just kind of, uh, just to eat up
0: time. Like a quick ha ha. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you're right. Cause just a moment later, we do see Corey in the hallway. Um, there's a guy hitting on Linda. Uh, Corey gets the guy to go away from Linda. He's like, "Oh, there's a, there's this idiot hitting on a chick that totally don't, wants nothing to do with him, and he's totally oblivious." Or however Corey says it. Oh wait, it's you, um, yes. <laughs> <and> Linda. <laughs> Linda has no idea why Sean's avoiding her, and Corey's trying to say he's not avoiding you. And then Sean runs up, sees Linda, <laughs> and immediately runs away. Yeah. Uh, and then that's when we see Corey he's like oh who who would want to run away from you you're beautiful you have a nice smile you're smart and you're sweet and cory is not realizing that he is hitting on her
1: yeah he's he's just trying to put sean over he's just trying to put his boy over and then he's like actually putting himself over by just complimenting her so much and then they go on the date at chubby's and would you consider this a date? Would you consider Linda being Corey's second
0: girlfriend? I would because what happens at Chubby's? Okay. So first the, we meet. Let the folks okay. know what happened at Chubby's. Well, the first, first thing that happens, we meet the first Chubby, uh, <laughs> and we don't see this Chubby ever again. Um, yes. This is played by John Capodice, who I'm seeing. He was in Wizards of Waverly Place. Fuck. So this. Guys, yeah, this guy just does a bunch of kids shows. Good for him. Yeah, why not? I actually see he, he's been in quite a few other things, but, you know, I'm not going to go through all of his, uh, his I'm not going to go through his whole page here, but he's yeah. just this this big, fat, greasy
1: guy. Yeah, and I love this one. I was surprised that this was the only episode he was in because I could have swore that he was in a whole lot more episodes. Like, this is how memorable this chubby is. Like, he's just that fat grease ball guy. This is who I've always, like, pictured as Chubby. And, like, now that I'm looking back on it, yeah, it does make sense that he was only in the one
0: episode. This is how memorable a character he was. Yeah, this was his only episode. Okay. And I'm going to say that he was probably the most important Chubby out of yeah. all of them. Attention, Mark and Dan Meets World Listeners. The suburbs of Cleveland, Ohio are about to meet their match when three best friends have come across hardships on trying to make their dream movie. Follow Craig, Jamie, and Motherfucker Dave as they beg, borrow, and steal their way to achieve legendary status only in Mark McKay's indie comedy hit, Suburban Legends, Life on the Rainbow Road. Starring Sean Manos, Mary Lee Osborne, Matthew Phillips, Josh Miller, Haley Madison and a special appearance by Lloyd Kaufman. I have one question for you. Are you ready to be a suburban legend? Available now on storeenvy.com slash Mark McKay's gimmick table. That's store envy s t s t o r e n v y dot slash M-A-R-K M-A-C-K-A-Y-E-S gimmick table. So anyway, so Corey teaches her how to how to order it, Chubby? He's, he's Chubby's going to turn around. He's going to raise an eyebrow. That's when you say "Turkey Chubby" with everything, and you know he's going to wipe his nose and all that stuff. Corey compliments her some more. Linda invites Corey to sit down next to her at the booth. So you know Corey was just sitting there with uh, with all excitement going on. You missed the best part of what Chubby did,
1: where she was like, "Can I get a diet?" And then he pours half of the cup out. He
0: goes, "Here, half the calories." <laughs> I totally that's right, that that did happen. That was really funny. And then as Corey sitting next to Linda, Sean walks in with Stacy. Corey looks a little shocked, but Linda kisses Corey and then Sean waves to Corey. And then we go home. We go home, Dad walks in, he's talking to Corey and Eric. Mom walks down the steps and dad bought her a car.
1: Yeah. This, he was like get ready boys Your mom's gonna jump up in the air She's gonna throw her arms around me Give me a big kiss And then just fucking, Everything just came crashing down on him So has your dad Ever did anything like quick And irrational like Alan Did in this
0: Oh yeah he has um, There was one time I was with him We went to go look at a We went to go look at a classic jeep Mm-hmm. And as soon as we pulled onto the street, he saw it like out in the front yard. And yeah, he just went sold <laughs> <laughs> immediately. Didn't even didn't even <laughs> look at the price, and he went there and he talked to the guy. He ended up backing out of the sale for uh, I forgot for whatever reason, but like he was prepared to buy it that day. Yeah, um, and I remember because the guy actually wrote up all the paperwork, and he was like, "Yeah, like don't worry, I'll, we'll... Finished business in the week, and he called him back later. And He was like, "Yeah, I, I just definitely made an irrational uh, thing without talking <laughs> to my wife." Uh, <laughs> so that was, uh, that was more so my mom though, because I remember the one time on Mother's Day, Mother's Day two thousand eight, we okay. went out and bought a dog. <laughs> and like we 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 weren't planning on buying a dog that day. Uh huh. <laughs> like my mom wanted to go to church. We went to church in the morning. I got the newspaper. I'm just in the sports section. That's when the classified ads were in the sports section. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, look, someone's selling a Beagle for $250. And she called them immediately. And <laughs> then she she pulled off of the highway, went to an ATM, got back on the highway, like put it in her GPS, got back on the highway. We drove for an hour and a half to get the dog and then came home. So three hours out of our day were gone because we bought a dog that we had no idea we were buying. Yeah,
1: I, I've done that. My dog, Indiana, uh, um, he... My other dog, Loki, ran away, so we put up flyers around, and then we got Loki back, so then we went to go take down the flyers, and then we went to the animal shelter, and we saw Indy sitting there, so we're like, let's fucking get him. But my dad – so my dad has this thing. He loves buying trucks, and so uh, one day I had to have been – shit like 12 so that means my brother was like 15 or something and one day he took us to uh streetsboro uh streetsboro ohio which is if anybody's not from cleveland or ohio area yeah it's probably about a half hour 45 minutes away from cleveland where we live yeah and um so my dad took us there to go buy fireworks And then on the way home, he stopped and was like, oh, hey, you guys want to go look at cars? We're like, not really. We want to blow up our fireworks. So then (laughs) he made us like look at trucks and he's just talking to this fucking guy. And we were at the fireworks store for maybe, I don't know, 20 minutes. And he was at the uh, car lot for a good like two hours. And my brother and I are just getting restless. We're fighting with each other because we just want to go home and blow shit up.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and then, like, the next day, uh, I went to, like, my buddy Eddie's house to play. And then I came back home and my dad had swapped his car for a tr- truck, like a big ass fucking truck. <laughs> and then we're like, uh, what's up with that? And then he took us. My brother and I to my mom's shop and he calls my mom out he goes, "Diane, come out here and look at this." And my mom would just walks out and goes, "I bought a truck." And she goes, "What the fuck? You didn't even tell me about this." So yeah. since then my dad has done this at least 6 times and he'll just fucking buy a truck on a whim. I That's don't pretty know why. awesome. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> he must have a good salesman selling him that truck.
1: What well, funny you say that, because this week's sponsor of the week is... Aw, oh, man. Another annoying car salesman? He's trying to make me pay for extra stuff I don't need? Now he's making me test drive the same car, but with a different color? I just want to buy a new car. Why does it take six hours to do so? There's gotta be a better way of buying cars. Well, good news there is. All thanks to Alan Matthews' car buying experience. Father of three, Alan Matthews hates dealing with annoying car salesmen. And he hates them ripping you off even more. That's why Alan Matthews rushes to be the middleman and save you time and money. I love Alan Matthews' car buying experience. And I don't say that as a spokesman. I'm a client too. If buying cars gives you the blues, call 1 800 Alan Matthews. Sounds like a good deal. That is a sweet deal. I'm, dude, I, I'm glad they're paying me the big box to be finally be a spokesman. After what two and a half, a season and a half of doing these ads, I'm finally a spokesman.
0: I, I made mm-hmm. it up in the world, man. You're doing great, man. However, who's not doing great is Corey. Because for the umpteenth time so far, he has asked Eric for advice with girls, and Eric has led him the wrong fucking way. This kid does not <laughs> fucking learn. He tells Eric, he was like, I took Linda to Chubby's and we kissed. He's like, I'm not safe. I- Eric explains to him, oh, you're supposed to be the babysitter. And just <laughs> Eric tells him, he's like, well, what happens if Sean and Stacy break up? And Corey thinks that's not going to happen. And then the next thing we know, they fade to Feeney's class, which is something they rarely do. Yeah. Like they had Feeney talking over the scene and then they faded into the class. He's talking about JFK. And then Corey just freaks out in the middle of class. Not enough Feeney in this episode, by the way.
1: Yeah, which I would have loved them comparing more to the Cuban Missile Crisis along with Corey's Girl Crisis because I think that would have been like a really good way to tie in an actual lesson to what's going on in the story, much like a lot what they did in Season 1. And I'm going to go out and say this, but I would have loved to have sat down and learned about the Cuban Missile Crisis from Mr. Feeney. Like. That, yeah. That would be like a really good like. Fuck yeah this is, this is amazing. I would love to see like a lecture of him do this.
0: And hey, you know Feeney's giving you all the right information. Yeah. Although he had no, nothing for Mr. Matthews' class. Yeah. <laughs> but in the hallway Corey had to wake up as he saw Corey. Or Corey had to wake up as he saw Sean and Stacy argue about the movies. They break up. During that time, Sean's glad that Corey held on to Linda for him. Yeah. So Corey, like, I don't to- want
1: to see anything where people get their head blown off. I want to see a nice foreign romantic film.
0: Well, you're <laughs> gonna love Hatchet too. Uh, yes. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, <laughs> so Corey goes back to Chubby's, and this time he sees Stacy just berating this poor fat large man behind the counter <laughs> and wondering why she's getting no service uh he teaches stacy how to order he tries to get uh stacy to go back out with sean uh cory but here's the thing so Corey's sitting at the booth with her and he then comes over on her side to talk to her closer yeah just to kind of l-
1: get in close like you need to stay with <laughs> with sean so
0: i can keep linda but it looks bad when linda walks over <laughs> and this is where Corey goes linda right if I turn around, there's going to be Linda and he turns around and Linda's making the parallels to yeah. the exact thing that happened with her and Corey. And then that's when Linda and both that's when both Linda and Stacy go, Oh, oh poor Sean. Yeah. Uh, and then enter Sean and the girls turn on Corey.
1: Uh, yeah. Cause I, I like this shoot cause Linda catches them. She goes, you know, like um, Stacy was like, Oh no, 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 we, we weren't like doing anything. He, he swears. We were just talking about Sean. She goes, yeah, this is what he does. He talks about Sean, gets you all cozy in there, and then, bam, that's where he makes his move. And here's the thing. Linda made the fucking
0: move. Yeah, she was the one who just fucking buried Corey. I had that in my notes here, too. Linda was the one who made the move. Um, (laughs) Oh, poor Corey. Well, Sean enters. The girls leave, and Corey's talking to Sean. Wait, you, you missed another funny point of this
1: where she goes um, – so Stacy makes up with him kind of, and then she goes, uh, when you're done talking to Corey, I'll see you later. And then Linda goes, and I'll see you after that. And then they both kiss him and then leave. So, it's like, so yeah, that was weird too. That's gross. You guys are going to like swap double mouth spit. You
0: guys are going to be mouth cousins. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was uh... – That was a weird oversight to have there. It was like, you know, Sean is clearly still not the good guy in this situation. Yeah. And then that's when Corey is talking to Sean and he starts explaining to him, I should have never listened to you, Sean. I should have never listened to you when you said babysit Linda while I go out with Stacy. So when Stacy breaks up, I can still have Linda. And little does Corey know who's standing behind the mark. It's both Stacy and Linda if he turns around it's both of them it's only going (laughs) to
1: confirm that it's them and it's them and then she's like I forgot my purse isn't that lucky yeah Corey goes like oh here well let me get it for you and he politely hands it to her and she goes thank you and she grabs it and smacks him in the fucking arm (laughs) (laughs) and she goes and then Corey's like what about him and then she hits Sean even harder (laughs) you better watch out You better not cry. There's a terrorist attack. It can only be saved by one guy and a St. Bernard. Dan Brown and Heyman save Christmas. That's right. Dan Brown, my co-host of Mark and Dan Meets World, has his full comic book series out and available right now. A real scrooge of a terrorist blows up Santa's toy shop, putting Christmas in jeopardy. It's on a recently fired comedian and his trusty four-legged best friend to make sure Christmas is saved for all the boys and girls across the world. Dan Brown and Heyman save Christmas. You can go to danbrowncomedy.com for more information. That's danbrowncomedy.com.
0: The other part I loved is that they're talking. It was like, "You know what you are?" and everyone goes, "Scum, yeah <laughs> like everyone in the whole restaurant knew that Corey was scum going into, this. Yeah. and then Stacy and Linda leave, and they're like best
1: friends and then the, they like the whole crowd is clapping, and then Sean takes a bow, he goes, "They're clapping because they hate us, yeah, oh, same to you, <laughs> <laughs> and you know what. This is the last time we ever see Stacy and Linda. And do you know why?
0: Oh boy, I hope nothing bad happens to them.
1: Well, now if we get to Mark Mackay's theory of the week. So Stacy and Linda are now best friends, and they go to take their winter break because this is this is around winter. It's close to Christmas time.
0: It's December 9th this fucking thing aired.
1: Yeah. So they take their um their winter break in France. And then Stacy meets this nice boy in France and they have this nice romantic romantic uh, dinner and they kind of just fall in love. And poor Stacy gets her head blown up. And then Linda can't forget about Linda. Linda takes, Oh, Hey, if I drink half of a regular soda, I will get half the calories. So she drinks it and she dies. Of an undiagnosed case of diabetes. So rest in peace, Stacy and Linda.
0: You hate to see that happen. Rest in peace, Stacy and yeah. Linda. Come on. But luckily, mom did not kill dad because we end in what is a very funny way to close out the episode. Yeah. Mom and dad are at the car dealership to return the van, and the car salesman is acting as their marriage <laughs> counselor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then Alan Matthews just blows up. He goes,
1: I give you money, you give me metal, we drive off. Thank yeah. you. And then you guys are like, Well, I think we need to resolve this by meeting uh once a week for two hours until we can start seeing some progress. And uh Amy's like, Yep, Tuesdays are good for me. He goes, yeah. Tuesdays work for me. <laughs> Alice was like, What the fuck is going on? And they goes, Yeah, that's, that's-
0: But that's it. Yeah. that's. That's all for the beard, Mark. Like we said, IMDb gave this 8 out of 10. I'm going to keep it at an 8. Solid yeah. episode. Yeah, it I'll fun. give
1: this an 8. Yeah, this is a great episode. Uh, the Mr. Feney lesson of the week is um, women don't like to be rushed. If you want them, you have to buy them a car first. That or <laughs> if you follow Corey... Don't treat people like objects, like treat them like actual human beings. Um this is something that like we've seen, like where Cory doesn't actually care about Linda, he just cares about getting a girlfriend, and then Sean he just wants a girlfriend, so he goes hey, it doesn't matter. Linda and Stacy are interchangeable, that's why like and that's why like it was such a great moment for <laughs> um Stacy to essentially beat the shit out of Corey and yeah and, and Sean with their purse and then I was like, Yeah, fuck yeah. You guys are trash. I'm going to clap along
0: with the Chubbies crowd because we hate you guys. But we love you as well. And to our fans, we love you. I want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of Mark and Dan Meets World. Next week, we're going to be talking about Season 2, Episode 12, The Turnaround. I'm looking forward to this for a number of reasons. I know Mark's looking forward to this episode too. But that's going to be it right now. Yeah! (laughs) Please follow us on Instagram at MarkAndDanMeetThrilled. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash And please subscribe wherever you are listening to this podcast at. But for now, for Mark, I'm Dan. Have a good night. Do good. Mark and Dan. Mark and Dan. Podcast. Mark and Dan